You're listening to Well Met. Well Met. A Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blizzpro.com. Well Met. everyone welcome to episode 240 of well met hearthstone podcast brought to you by blisspro.com uh today is friday august 21st of the year 2020 and here in kansas city i'm your host jr cook and i'm joined by our normal crew um let's see okay i have you guys finally unmuted this time this is take two (laughs) Uh, i'm sitting here introducing everybody earlier and uh i forgot to unmute everybody so it's okay so you didn't get a hear. You guys raise. missed an amazing joke about a donkey in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like I was saying originally on this though, is it, it's kind of weird today because normally we're recording uh you know Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, usually nine to ten p.m. Today we're doing it on Friday afternoon at four thirty p.m. So it's kind of nice to you know that's that's the effect of you know not having to go into the office or commute. Just hop on and do a podcast real quick. But yeah. um uh I'm gonna make a couple introductions here. We have Mr. Ray C and Mr. Danny Donuts. Ray, how how how's everything going? And can you tell the great story you were talking about that everybody missed a little bit ago? I don't know if I would call it a great story. It wasn't. Or like even <laughs> something that's like somewhat <laughs> memorable at all as a story. <laughs> like it, it felt like a very average story. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about you're talking about having to wake up early. Yeah, it's weird, man. My body has just been like, all right, well, I guess it's time to wake up. So I've been waking up real early playing, and playing a lot of Hearthstone. Seven o'clock. To, then at like it'll be like nine o'clock. Like I'll try to go back to sleep and then I just won't be able to. And then it'll be like, well, I guess I got to play Hearthstone now. And then I stream. So I don't know what else to do with my life that early in the morning. So I've just been streaming. So how early are we talking about? Because your early and my early might be two different things. Like nine o'clock. Okay. I get. Well, I'll wake <laughs> up at like seven, and then I won't be able to fall back asleep. Okay. And eventually, I'll just like get up, go get a coffee, and then stream. And then I don't know. That's what I did today, and I just keep streaming. And then like you, you were watching at one point, I think. Yeah, I was watching for a bit. And that was probably like I was probably like seven hours in or something. Yeah, it was, about, it was about an hour and a half ago. So, so it was like three o'clock yeah. or so. That's pretty sweet, though. You you get a productive day because you you do all your streaming and you're done, and it's like what five thirty? Like yeah, but now you can do stuff in the afternoon. But what do I do? I don't know what else to do. I just stream more. That's liter- That's literally what happened yesterday. I'm like, like I took a break. I got. I, I went to go get food. I I just like. I was. I was like. I don't really want to watch Netflix or anything. Like, I kind of just want to keep playing. Two weeks, the new, uh, well, what is it? New new sets are coming out for TFT in two weeks. Okay, okay, I see you. That's that's something to do. You can play other games. Because you, you've played, what, six, seven hours of Hearthstone already? Yeah, but I've been enjoying it, man. I've been yeah, playing, uh, definitely. I've been playing a lot of wacky decks. Like, I've been playing um, a deck called Pen15 by Webeka. It's Webeka's Pen15. Um... Is very good at building decks. Paladin deck. It plays Penflinger. 
If you didn't get the joke, Pen15 is penis, but... Yes, Ray. Everybody that's 12 years old knows this joke. I don't know. This, I see, heard that one on Penn Island. Uh, I don't know, man. It's very. I, I was. I was given specific instructions to always call it that. <laughs> but I'm. I'm top 100 legend. I'm around top 50, like top 100 for like seven, eight hours a day. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't really been climbing. Like I haven't been breaking into top 16 because I feel like I just start to play really bad after like four, four hours or so. They'll always like peak or like I always get like around 40, 30 and, here and then I just lose it. And then I always end up like the meme is that like I start the stream at rank 70 and I end the stream at rank 70. Like I'm hard stuck at 70. And here I am like just uh, chilling out, not even gold yet. I'm, I'm still on silver this month. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, if you if you ever want if you ever want Hearthstone help, I got you. That's I mean, the one thing I'm good at. To be fair, I've played maybe ten games total since the sets come out, so that that's I, a lot of it. I really wish that Blizzard had a way to tr like. I mean, I know they have this information, but like, I want to see in front of me how much of my life I have wasted on this game each week. I don't know why. You don't want to know want that. that. You don't want to know, know that. I really do. <laughs> like, I'm super curious how many hours I have put into this game. Like. You have the wins, right? Like right. my wins are at like twenty five thousand or something. I haven't even hit ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just I'm like, like eighteen, nineteen, I think. I don't remember. But like last time I checked. So like, let's say I have a fifty percent win rate at worst, right? Like I have probably around fifty thousand games of Hearthstone played. Like how much time is that? Like how much time do I spend every week? Like I'm curious. My phone tells me how much time I spend on like certain apps. I think, but. Like, I'm just curious. Like, I, I want to know, man. Yeah, like, Steam has that thing where they tell you. Yeah, and Steam is telling me I'm playing way too many, too much Fall Guys lately. Oh, dude, that's a fun one. I play Fall yeah. Guys with you. I tried to stream it, but I can't. My, I can't figure out how. My computer is, like, good enough now, but, like, I don't know why it's not. Not weird. I've been streaming working. it lately. I got to figure it out. I'm, I'm really bad at everything that's not playing Hearthstone or, like, actually playing games. Yeah, so I pulled out the calculator, Ray, and making a couple assumptions that you, uh, your, each one of your games lasts four minutes, which is probably oh. more than that. I'm a, I, I, okay, I have been a control warrior main, uh, an echo mage main, a control priest main. Like, I literally play almost exclusively control. Reno lock was pretty much the control deck in that format. All right, fine. We'll make it eight minutes. How about that? Eight minutes a game. That, I think that's a good. I think that's fair. It, like seven, eight minutes. I think that's a good average for me. You ready? This is the uh, number of hours that I calculated you to have. Oh God! Just back give, of the napkin calculations. Give it to me straight. Six thousand six hundred and sixty-six hours. Point six six six. Repeating. 6,000 hours. All right. Now, how many days is 6,000 hours? All right. So let's divide that by 24. That is 277 days. You know, that's not that bad. I, that's not that bad. Just, just about a year of your life. A little under a year of your life. Oh, wait. That's like a year of me just like sitting here playing Hearthstone. Yes. Yes. That's disgusting. I am. Oh, dude. That's. 
Hey, man. Isn't that something in WoW where you can type, like, yep. backslash played or something and it tells yep. you the actual number of hours you've been in-game? Yep, absolutely. Uh, I wish they had something like that for Hearthstone. That'd be cool. I don't know if I wish that anymore. <laughs> now that you know the numbers. <laughs> like, what could I have done with those days? Um, Lots of things. Uh, I, I don't know. Could have done something with your life, but instead... You're on this podcast talking to I people think about Hearthstone, I, and I I think that's a good decision. I think it's a great uh, decision. Hey, man, you might knock it, but I actually I I'm pretty proud of where I've gotten in Hearthstone. Um, yeah, I would say be. there's a lot of people who have probably put in a lot of hours who are not as lucky or as like fortunate to have not had that time be completely wasted. Yeah, I mean. It, it, it's i think you've done pretty well for yourself and uh got a lot of followers and everything like that so i'm got I, a blue I wouldn't mark consider, on twitter wouldn't consider it wasted at all but i'm a um, cool kid speaking of people that waste their time how's it going danny <laughs> <laughs> i am probably one of the most efficient people at scheduling time so i, I i'll take that with a with a grain of salt jr that's good. Oh man, I've I've had a blast playing Hearthstone. This set has been so much fun. It like blew apart the wild meta. Like, like uh, remember how I was complaining about Cyclone Mage for like three months? Yeah, yeah. Um, to the point where I just <laughs> like basically muted you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you did. But now it is no longer a tier one deck. I mean, we'll see how the meta snapshots do it, but I, I don't put it in tier one anymore. These decks have just, the new decks that have popped up have shaken things up. And some of these are old decks, old favorites with some new wrinkles in them. But we have some new decks that, I don't know, some people are foretelling the re the resurgence of Nogalok. Not actual, but like a very similar deck to it with Dark Glare. So it's, it's very Naga-esque. So I'm very excited about what's going on and how everything's developing. And it doesn't seem like, we're, we're what? three weeks into the set and it does not seem like anything is solved yet it seems very open i'm very happy about that so has it been the dual class cards or is it just the power level of the set alone I think it's well there's there's two aspects to it. I think that the dual class cards really is interesting because now all of a sudden like having the cards in two classes is like with like lightning bloom. You'll have you'll see it in druid and you'll see it in shaman and it, it's a strong card, but like you can't play it in like rogue or priest. So obviously those classes have their own dual class cards. I like the dual class aspect cuz they're just strong in general, but there are a lot of other cards like uh, uh what is it? The mind renderer card or got nerfed but that card was insane i mean it still is yeah well on three it's playable in wild it's probably insane in standard but it's playable gotcha that's pretty i like that i don't know to be playable in wild i feel like that is actually a really high like uh base yeah for sure yeah. i mean the big thing is it has to be in a deck that like utilizes it and reno priest is my i think it's the number one deck on the ladder right now Re I mean, uh, I, I couldn't imagine myself saying that a year ago because Reno Priest has been a joke. But then with the unnerfed Terraza and then just the introduction of Polket. Polket is the MVP in that deck right now. Like, you, you wouldn't imagine that. But just being able to rearrange your cards and, like, Reno Priest is that perfect deck where, like, besides, you have Anduin that you draw, Psychic Scream for removal, Reno to win against the, um, like, aggro decks. And then you just literally draw into your combo from there. So it's kind of crazy how that deck plays out it's so much more streamlined yeah 
Um, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Like, I I I know I talked to you before on um uh, on how you know this set could change wild, and you had a lot of concerns. Like, you you, you felt well, maybe it will, but maybe it won't. So it sounds like. It sounds like it definitely has. Yeah, oh, for sure. And well, it, I think a lot of the cards really opened up potential in decks that I hadn't really thought were going to be touched. Where some of these cards are just so strong that decks that were tier two, tier three, are all of a sudden jumping ahead. Um, I didn't really foresee that as much because uh, I mean I was kind of locked into man, this Cyclone Mage is very oppressive. It's a very strong deck, and something has to be better than it. And re in in all reality. It, the meta just needed to shift. That's all that really was needed. So, I don't know. I think that that's a good uh, reflection on Blizzard that for balance changes that they didn't really like. Cyclone Mage was like th uh, three months out from becoming something that um, it's still a good deck. It's still playable. Uh, it still does fairly well against Reno Priest, so it's it's playable. But um, all it needed was more aggressive decks in the meta, really. Right. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I've just been so you've been playing a lot of wild uh ray's been playing a lot of uh standard i've played like 10 games of hearthstone um <laughs> i feel like i've been kind of out of the loop a bit um for some reason like you guys have been like oh this set's great this set's awesome i've just had a tough time getting into it though and i don't know why i think it's i think it just like hit me where i it might also be i've been playing a lot of fall guys and that game is kind of taking my attention so I don't know. Hey, everyone gets a break once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even want to know how many hours I have in Hearthstone, how many hours I will continue to have in Hearthstone. Um, I'm sure that I'll play it a lot again here pretty soon, but um, I still need to get with Ray and like figure out how to hit Legend again. Hey, man. I literally don't do anything because I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> like, go, go to twitch.tv slash racy. You'll probably be able to find me at any given time before 9 p.m. because apparently I'm an old man now and that's when I go to bed. <laughs> and also the reason why we haven't been able to do this show for the last few days because you were already sleeping. Actually, though, like I don't expect to be, though. It hits me so hard. And that's like, what happens when you wake up early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you go to bed early. Right. Know? Like Welcome I'm, to the adult world, right? I'm so used to <laughs> just being awake at like until like midnight, two in the morning. But it'll be like eight, nine o'clock, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm ready. I'll, I'm, I'm down to do a show tonight." Oh, and man. then I'll literally just—I don't even know. Like, I don't even think about it. I just pass out. Like, I'm literally just like, right. I'll pass out like downstairs on the chair or something, like watching TV or just like I'll eat dinner. I'll put the plate away. I'll like sit down, and be like, "All right, I just want to relax for a little while, you know, let it settle, just chill out." And then I'll just pass and you out. wake up. It's nine o'clock and it's seven o'clock uh, next morning. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. It, like I, it all, it happens. Like, like I'll wake up at like one or two. I'll be like, whoopsie. Like, like I'll message the chat. I'll be like, it's, it'll be like one in the morning. I'll be like, uh, I fall asleep. And then I'll just go back. Like I'll go back up. I'll go in my bed and I'll just like actually go to sleep at that point. You know what I mean? Like I'll yeah. fall asleep in like some random place. Yeah, and then you've turned in. Up. You've turned into Grandpa Ray. <laughs> Oh, that's what that's what's Ray. happened. Grandpa Ray has now made an appearance. Grandpa Ray has entered the chat. Right. Uh oh. I I I'm not looking forward to the fan fiction of Grandpa Ray meets Young Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that either. <laughs> but I'll probably be the one that writes it. 
Um, but there is some Hearthstone news and stuff that I think we can talk about. So let's hop over into that. This week in Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. All right, so the first big thing uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about the new set. We'll talk about the meta. We'll talk about what we've been playing. Uh, we'll talk about uh, even the the patch that came in, right? Um, as, as well as a handful of other things that's going on with like Grandmaster and stuff like that. But the first thing I wanted to talk about here was um, the Hearthstone development team did a AMA on Reddit um, here about a week or two ago, and there are some highlights in it that I think is worth talking about. And one of the major ones I think is there was a survey that went out um, a week or two ago that was regarding like a possible battle pass system. And um, it had the community up and roar about it because there's things that it was talking about on uh, taking away um, uh, quests and rewards and stuff like that and replacing it with this like battle pass system where um, if you haven't played some other games that have a battle pass type system, it basically works like a quote unquote season where um, over time you'll kind of level up. And as you are leveling up playing more games, you unlock more stuff. Um, and there's a lot of controversy about this uh, uh, within the community. Some people are thinking that uh, by them implementing this, uh, it's going to be harder for free-to-play players uh, to get uh, rewards that they would have been able to get uh, easier with the current system than they would with the Battle Pass system, um, even though there's been other things that have said that uh, you could potentially, with this Battle Pass system, not just have to play standard or ladder to get your rewards. You can do things like battlegrounds or um, single player content, maybe, or, you know, stuff like that uh, to get re rewards, which I think is something the community has asked about for a long time. And I hope that they do, but beyond all of that, keep in mind the battle pass system has not even been announced yet. <laughs> There's no details. Well, the, the one thing that battle passes are very notorious on mobile games and just due to the fact that certain a lot of mogul games are very predatory in those type of things right. i think that battle passes generally leave a bad taste in people's mouths just generally so not knowing how it's structured and saying hey would you do this is uh i, right. I don't think they started on the right foot about it i think they, they need to be a little bit more descriptive in their initial uh, assessment of it because this wasn't blasted to all players right and right. knowing how the way the internet works it's certain people are like oh they announced it in a survey and then the everyone started brigading that and then they're like oh my god they're going to go through take all the normal rewards away they're going to be predatory like everyone else they're going to do that so everyone freaked out at that and i i do like how they addressed it here um but it, it i think a lot of it depends on how they implement it and that is one yeah. big factor to it um because there are some there are some places that do that the one thing about battle passes though is that the majority of battle passes have a paid component of it and what you get compared to the free versus the paid component is going to be in very important if it's like cosmetic only then great then people will definitely buy the battle pass for the cosmetics the certain people do that but if a lot of like normal things like packs and stuff are locked behind that paid content right. people are going to get upset and uh, i think that that's something that the company should try to avoid right um yeah and basically the way that they address this in the ama um uh ben lee uh basically said that we absolutely intend to maintain the value that players can earn within the game 
and keep the flexibility of purchases that the current rewards provide. Um, so it's I, I, for me, it's like we're complaining about a system that hasn't been officially announced. We don't know the details. I would like to know the details. Um, I I would like to think I would like to give uh, Team Five a little bit of benefit of the doubt in the fact that the way that they have um, changed the game in the last year, year and a half behind Ben Lee, that I do not think that the system that they are going for here is going to be nefarious in nature. Do you think this uh, is I, a Team 5 initiative, though? That's the I question. Do. That you yeah. I do believe it is. Absolutely. Really? It is. I don't. I don't think this I is. I feel like this is marketing or something. Yeah, I, I have I, a feeling that this is I, that they're trying to make the transition over to mobile. But it's, because because Hearthstone is mostly played on mobile, and I think that they're trying to compete in that market, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like led by their marketing team or their finance team as opposed to like the, the actual team, I but think, yeah, I might be wrong. I think this ties into their achievement systems that they have been talking about during the roadmap, which all of that was Team 5 initiatives that they've been wanting to do um, to help the player base, and I think it's coming from them. I, I don't think it's a marketing thing at all. I have more confidence if it's coming from Team 5, but, I mean, if it was made by some marketing or finance team, I'm a little bit afraid, just because they're going to go based off of the industry yeah. standard, which is not good, so... I, I, if they make, I if they make their own that. thing, then more, yeah. more to them, I guess. I would 100% agree with that if... Um, if I, I just don't think it's coming from that direction. So I, I think this is coming from the development team and not marketing. Uh, we'll find out. But I, 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 I kind of believe that that is the case. Um, what was some other stuff that they were looking at there? I think that was like the really big thing that I wanted to talk about in the AMA. Um, was there anything else that you guys uh, saw in it that you found interesting or anything like that? Not really. Um, yeah, no. Well, they said that they're not going to do dual-class cards in the same way that they did for Skullamance. So that's something that's interesting. Kind of like what Ray would always say when we were when, yeah. after, like, Mean Streets of Gadgetan, where you wanted to see the yeah. other rotations. So they said that there will probably be some sort of dual-class cards coming out again in the future, but not in the same way. So... Uh, that's, I mean, that's a hint towards future sets for what they can look at. But I, I would be surprised if they if they did something relatively soon, dual class wise. It seems like one of those things that they do, and they wait two years, and then something else comes out in some similar vein. Yeah. Um. Well, the other thing that they talked about too was when asked about um, uh, the basic and classic set that they're going to look at it in its entirety, and um, uh, it it feels like. Uh, they're going to be doing something by the next uh, the next year of uh, mm -hmm. release. Um, yeah, I've had a feeling they've been doing they're going to do something along those yeah. lines with they, the way that the roadmap and everything's been going. It seems that's the direction that they're going to head into at some point. Yeah. So is the year of thing? Um, is that like March, like next yeah, year? It'll be March, April, March, April. Yep. Okay. Uh, There's still one more set in this rotation, right? Yep. It's going to come out in like December. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, there's some speculation that maybe we're going to see a rotating uh, core set or, you know, and it may not be that like Hearthstone Team 5 is notorious for kind of coming up with their own thing, in my opinion. Uh, and, and, you know, that they take some ideas from the community and then kind of uh, uh, twist it a little bit. But um, I, th I think uh, I think we might see, you know, something new there with a, a rotating core like set, maybe. 
Actually, somebody in my stream was asking me today if uh, they had any announcements on the new format thing. I don't think we saw any, right? Uh, the no, we have not yet. Uh, okay. th that will probably be out um, midway through the set. I bet uh, if we're going off of how thing how they've been doing things in the last couple sets, where they because keep in mind like they don't announce or usually the single player content and stuff until like about a month or so after the set lately um and i and they usually drop like a big patch around then as well i have a feeling that this is probably going to be about the same kind of thing that's probably okay. when we'll learn what the new what the new format's going to be right so um but let's see so i thought that was all interesting like i i, I there's a lot of people that still aren't sold on the whole battle pass thing i think i think they probably are thinking like ray and danny there that's coming from marketing um, they, they don't. They they've played other games that they don't fully trust. Uh, they've done this correctly, and Blizzard, for the most part, for the last couple of years, hasn't had the best track record either. Um, Y'all got phones. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm I'm starting to have faith in the development team them, themselves that I'm kind of oh, on yeah. the other side of the fence on this. Yeah, uh, they're they're the bastion of hope right like, now. Like 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 Danny said, it depends whose idea it was. Yeah, yeah, and I'm. Pretty confident that it came from Team 5 and not marketing. Then I am confident that it will not be terrible. And if I am wrong, then I'm wrong. Then we burn you <laughs> at the stake. Uh, please we don't. replay this clip <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> um, but let's see. So the set came out uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and we already have our first major patch. Uh, I wouldn't call it major patch. It's kind of a minor patch, but it had a couple cards that were uh, balance change, nerfed, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it was not voracious reader, Danny. I, uh, yeah, uh, wait, wait until the next round when the whole yeah. like the big nerf set comes out. I bet that's in there. <laughs> uh, I I I feel like this is gonna be based around standard, so I don't actually. I, I I'm not quite on board with that right now. I think that you guys just don't play it. I mean, I, maybe I play you don't it. have enough aggressive cards, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think that people are v underestimating it, even in standard. I play I mean, in I, wild. It's dominant. This card is in every aggressive deck. Honestly, it got cut. Like people were playing it, and it got cut. Like rogues cut the card. I played well, in that's because Hunter. Rogue is a different story because you have. I mean, secret passage is dumb. <laughs> so. But it, I mean, is that the only like really aggressive deck, like hyper aggressive deck? Because I, I mean, maybe it's just because Wild is split into you need to be hyper aggressive in order to win. Uh, I play Face Hunter and I play it in there. Uh, like yeah, I said that I would. Zoo is hyper aggressive, but it also just has better draw. Like Gul'dan's Hand or whatever it is is the draw three is just infinitely better. That package is so so powerful that you would never ever want to play Voracious Reader over that. Um. There's no aggro druid. People tried aggro druid. It was two glass cannon. Um, didn't really work out. Uh, let's let's see. I think tempo mage. I tried it in tempo mage for a while, and it just I don't know. You weren't able to just be aggressive enough. Um, outside of yeah, I, I really I, maybe that's just why. Maybe there's not decks that are able to be aggressive enough. Like all the decks that I see do well are decks that have. A lot of the decks that I see do well are decks that have tried to play it, had it in the core list at one point around the beginning, and then ended up cutting it, which is uh, a little... It's interesting to me. 
because it didn't feel like it felt like it was gonna be really good but i like for tempo mage like they moved to a cyclone uh mana cyclone list where it's me you kind of fill your hand up with random mage spells stuff like that i I don't know man i think that it's one of those cards that's just waiting to be broken but right now i don't think the meta is uh really leaning towards it makes sense yeah i don't know what did get nerfed jr oh that's (laughs) what i was gonna get into uh so one card from this new set got nerfed um and that was mind render elusia which was the uh, battle cry swap hands and decks with your opponent until your next turn um what did we rate that as um i think ray rated as ray a five rated it as rated a five towards. yeah and we we both rated it as a four um, i literally told you guys you were actually <laughs> insane right no, i was on board that. with you i was on board with you i was just saying that it was not because of wilds so I, I gave it a four but uh, i did give you the standard props Okay. Um, okay. But that was a two mana card, and now it's three mana. Which actually, eh. I th- I think I'm sorry I interrupted you, Jr. Yeah. But I think you were trying to rate it a three at one point. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I I didn't put what people were thinking. <laughs> I put what people put as their final decision. Yeah. Um, hey, we were talking how good it, how good it was against Agra. I remember you and I were going on about that. Right? Dude, I I was actually <laughs> so heated at people when i did the review i was so heated people were like right. no this is not how it works i'm like you got you are actual idiots it literally like they you skipped the draw you know what i'm not gonna get into it i'm not gonna get into it <laughs> I, no i remember you telling the story about other people not rating this card high enough and you're like why and it they, ends up being the first card that gets nerfed so i'm telling you man i'm a genius you got the pulse on the on what's going on yeah <laughs> um the other one is from a previous set. Uh, Kelthus Sunstrider finally got nerfed. Um, every time you, uh, every third spell you cast uh, each turn costs zero. Uh, now says costs one. So kind of targeting tier, a the druid. A single tier went down my deck. Yeah, a single tier because you can no longer uh, one turn or first turn kill in wilds. You, you, there was a oh, t- no. there, you could first turn kill with Kelthos if you barnsed into Kelthos and then you were able to go through and draw your entire deck and kill your opponent through burn. But that is no longer possible. Uh, so we were like Yu Gi Oh for two weeks and then uh, <laughs> we're no longer Yu Gi Oh. No longer Yu Gi Oh. So what a shame. <laughs> so those were the main like construct, those were the two constructed cards that got nerfed. Um, I, I, don't know if they said that. I believe that they had talked about there will be future uh, uh, changes. Uh, yeah, they also say they are working on uh, further standard changes in the future, um, but they just wanted to get these two cards out of the way right off the bat. So basically what they're doing is they're waiting to see um, how the meta shapes out first before they really mess with it more. Um, but they felt like these two cards were problems right out of the gate. Um, the rest of the changes were all Battlegrounds changes. And I don't play enough Battlegrounds to talk intelligently about any of these. But I do know that Beasts look really, really good with the changes that they did. All I know is that Eudora was the best by far. Because I did a co-op... I did a couple of co-op streams with Shoop where he taught me Battlegrounds. And Shoop's like top... He's like on the leaderboards for it. And he was just talking about how that like hero was just like way too good. And... I think that's one of the things they nerfed. And then they also got rid of Gentle Megasaur, I believe. So Murlocs are um, pretty heavily nerfed. But outside of that stuff, I I don't know enough to speak on it, to be honest. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. Most of the changes that they made to minions were all like beast related, where they um reduced some of the costs. Other than Rat Pack, they increased the cost. Um. But they reduced the tier, I should say. Um. And then uh increased like uh and or decreased the Mama Bear a bit, but also made it a five tier instead of six tier. And uh. Uh, but buff like the great wolf which was giving you a plus four plus four on your beast now gives you a plus five plus five um i don't know i've heard that beasts are pretty good right now um and then they had made some changes to uh some of the heroes along with removing some heroes as well so because this was kind of a bigger battlegrounds patch and for those that love battlegrounds um you're probably more interested than that than i am so (laughs) don't get me wrong I do love playing Battlegrounds, but I just don't play it that much. Um, why am I looking at the wrong show notes here? You went back a one to look at the ratings. Right. Anything else you guys wanted to talk about this patch? Like, how, how did it change anything for you? Oh, um, is this, like, do you want me to talk about standard? Because it, sure. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the nerfs, I think, definitely made Druid less popular. Um, I see Druid way less than I did pre-Keltos nerf. Um, and I actually played Druid quite a bit post-nerf, or last night specifically, and it felt really bad. Like, it did not, it, or I shouldn't say bad, because you could still have the nuts starts and stuff like that, but it did not, I don't know, it just did not feel consistent to me. Um, and the power turns were just not as powerful without Keltos. It's still obviously insane when you get the nuts, but... I feel like at this point, other decks have kind of adapted to it and learned how to play around it or just have the resources to deal with, like, the boards that the druids create. That, uh, I don't, it just doesn't, it, it, druid just kind of died off, which is really surprising. I thought druids was so OP at the beginning of the set release. Like, druid seemed like the deck to beat. And now the meta is kind of all over the place. It feels like there's rogue. Uh, everybody's like hashtag delete priest on Twitter, even though Elucina just got nerfed and that nerf was kind of a joke for standard doesn't actually do anything really. It makes it like yeah, slightly worse against aggro, but same for wild. It's pretty much the same thing. It's like, that's not really the point of the card. The point of the card is it's still just like anti combo. Like there was so much mage um, around when the set got released. Like people were playing a lot of uh, freeze mage with the, with the spell guy. And just like OTKing people, and that deck disappeared. Like Priest got so popular that that deck just disappeared very quickly. Um, and even with these nerfs, it's I don't even see I don't see Mage coming back. Priest is still just a powerhouse. Like people have realized how powerful Priest is, and people are actually like I think there's a high skill cap to Illusina, especially when it comes to Priest mirrors. And I think people are getting way better at uh, just learning when to use the card. Um, and the skill cap or the skill, like the learning curve, like the players are just getting there. Like they're just understanding it better. Um, I just see people playing it at the optimal times way more often now. And I just, I feel like people are actually getting better with the card, even though it got nerfed, like it's getting more popular Yeah. just because people are just like literally playing it better. I don't know a great way to explain it because the intricacies of the card are so deep when it comes to things like the priest mirror and like. The fact that you have to play it like around when your opponent could have theirs so that way you play yours get a couple cards out of their hand and then play theirs and then like swap back so it's like you don't actually let them 
get any cards out of your hand because you just swap back. It, it's crazy, man. There's so much depth to that card. So do you think Priest yeah. is the best deck in the game right now? No, uh, I think it's Rogue. You think it's Rogue? Okay. I think I think Rogue is uh, a bit too powerful right now. If I would say, if I would have of, to guess, because of uh, Secret Passage. Yeah, if I would have to guess, like what I think the next nerfs are going to be, I think Secret Passage would be the number one card by far. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but Mind Render is definitely having a very similar impact on Wild, just due to the fact that how complicated it is. And I mean, I think that in Reno Priest, like it adds an additional factor of difficulty because you're technically a combo deck yourself. So when you're playing Reno Priest, like the card, like if you get a spawn of shadows in your hand, all of a sudden you can't play Elusia uh, unless like certain circumstances are around where you can kill your opponent even if they play it, even if they play your spawn. So it becomes a really tough balancing act with the card and i mean certain times where it's like i'm playing against um mechathun warlock if i go through and then play their cataclysm they cannot win the game so i'll just go through and it's easy oh i'll just play lucia and then grab their combo piece but when you're playing combo against combo it becomes difficult where it's like well i can get rid of your combo piece but if i've drawn my combo pieces then uh, i i have to beat you without the combo so it becomes uh, a strategic it's very strategic uh, I really like that aspect of the card, especially in a combo deck. So I find that really fun. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Like, I'm thinking about those things like when I'm playing against like Mali Ghost Druid, like, okay, do I play it here? Because you can actually, com- like, I had one game where I Elucina, even post nerf, and I was, they had the, uh, the combo in their hand with the, um, uh, the 5 4, the, uh, what's it called? The, the, Omo. Oh, the thing that refers to your mana crystals, right? Yeah, yeah, and the germination that copies it. Like, they had the full combo in their hand, and I just played a Lucina, even post-nerf, and just killed them. Because they had, uh, like, Innervates and uh, Blossom, or whatever it's called. And you literally sometimes just kill your opponent. It's pretty hilarious. And there's so many people that are just angry that Lucina exists, but... I'm, I'm happy it exists, man. I'm I, glad I it really exists. enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy cool that. Card. It's such a cool card. It it adds so much depth to the game. This is like one of those still skill testing cards where if you just play it on curve, you're gonna. I mean, like unless you're playing against aggro, it doesn't do anything. Right. Yeah. It's it's one of the first times in a while where I feel like I actually can gain an edge in in things like the mirror match and stuff like that. Like I actually feel like there are a lot of things in my control that I am actively doing better than my opponent or actively doing worse than my opponent like i i will have so many turns with that card where i'm just like oh god i could have played that so much better but i just tripped myself up like so so many times playing 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 that card yeah so so let's see you've talked about like priest you talked about mind render lucia uh that being really good you talked about rogue you you, you think rogue right now in standards the best deck um mm-hmm. Where does uh, Libram Paladin fit in there? Uh, I actually think that that is really good. Um, I've been playing it a lot. I got to top 50 with it. Uh, I've been playing Webeka's version of the deck, uh, which is, it's weird. It's like a Penflinger combo Libram Paladin thing, which is super cool because like your Librams will cause zero. So like the one that bounce back to your hand. So like you can deal 10 damage with a Penflinger off of just like playing 
a bunch of zero mana Librams because you have the seven drop, the Leon, Le- Leandre or whatever it is. Right. That that gets you like a bajillion in your hand. So you can literally just like put four of them on a minion, trade that minion in, and then put four of like play another four of them. And like all that time, like each time you're playing when you're also like playing a Penflinger. So I've done like turns against priests where they're in Galakron form and I'll do 20 damage over two turns just directly to their face with Penflinger because they have so many taunts and stuff. And you, like it, it's it's crazy. They're so like that deck is super high skill cap and I am genuinely confused like probably 20 percent of the games that i play and i'm still learning which is really fun to me i i don't like i feel like i got i got that a lot at the beginning of the last format uh like in march or something like that with priest where i thought priest was kind of like that and it took me a while to learn priest optimally and uh i don't know that's the kind of stuff i enjoy where it feels like a puzzle like where there's so many different things going on and it's uh it's really fun I think it's good. I think it's high skill cap. I think we you probably haven't seen it on ladder that much because I mean the deck is like if you mess up, it's very like you will get punished. Uh, there's probably there's a lot of like pure paladin lists. This isn't a pure paladin deck. This is like a pen flinger weird shenanigans. Pure paladin. I did play. I thought it was going to be better than it actually is. It's pretty weak. Um, it it's not bad, but it's just I don't know. It, it uh, it's just it it doesn't it doesn't got the stuff right now. Um, it wasn't getting there for me. I heard a lot of people in our Discord talking about Paladin, and if I go look at HS replay, as far as win rates go, it's the number one. Yeah, I mean, pure Paladin is way easier to play. Um, I actually think Rogue is really hard to play. By the way, like, I think the Rogue win rate on things like HS replay is probably very wrong in the set if you're like talking about high level players like i play against j alexander probably like 20 times a day and i'm like man like no like so many people are just playing this deck so badly like after watching him play it against me i'm like oh my god this like sky just like i I thought there was no way i was gonna lose that game and i just lost i'm like uh, it made me realize how bad other people are at playing rogue um and i think that like pure paladin is a deck that is a lot more linear and harder to really play Best poorly mm. yeah than something like rogue or other like wacky decks or even egg warrior uh, egg warrior was pretty i would say one of the more skill-based decks of the last format and, and... this is why i play face hunter <laughs> um egg warrior is also really good gaby has been on and off rank one for pretty much the majority of the time the set's been out on eu and na the guy is the nuts he's i think he's gotten rank one on eu and na like the last two or three months like finished rank one on Mm -hmm. both servers he's actually the nuts he's like a 14 year old kid or something and he did it all with egg warrior every time and his list is still probably just insanely good and i don't i don't see it nearly enough i feel like that's another deck that for some reason is just not it's super underplayed like there's there's a bunch of decks that I think are super underplayed right now, and yeah. that's that's one of them. Like Paladin in general is probably one of them. I think Rogue is not underplayed, but it's not played well like the majority of the time. So I think the stats reflect poorly on how good the deck actually is. Yeah. Uh, Shaman, I don't. Shaman's a dumpster fire. I don't really have any idea what's going on there. There's like weird aggro shamans that do have voracious reader. Actually, that's probably the one class. That uses it very well as aggro shaman 
I think that archetype is probably to be explored. Uh, actually, Edelweiss. Oh, I, Edelweiss um, or Raysa. She came up with a really, really good battle cry shaman uh, with the quest. The quest with the uh, one mana guy that makes your hero power cause zero. Right. Is insanely good because there's so many draw cards that two, three, that when you play a hero, when you, if you hero power this turn, you draw a card. Like there's so many, that, that deck is super cool. That I don't think you run the quest package too, right? You're running the, um, the, the two, two cost minions, the two, three and the three, two, the one that gives you the coin and all that stuff. And then you can run the pirate and stuff. The, I like playing quest decks because you get to run that package now. Yeah. And like having just another consistency card, that's really good. The, um, the two, three beast thing, um, that just draws a card is that's really good. Uh, I was definitely surprised to some degree that that was as, as powerful as it was, but I've played against it a lot on ladder and I'm just like, man, I feel like I get lucky to beat it every time. Like, I feel like I, I don't even know. I feel like they just get super unlucky because they have like a million ways to generate resources. They have like bajillion lackeys. They have the one card that discovers spells the three drop that then like keeps discovering spells if you play the spells like there's yeah. just so much value it's crazy so danny how are things going in well i know you talked about warlock having warlock has a couple different really good decks right they have the they have the one with the giant package and then don't they have <laughs> like uh uh some crazy thing where they can just do a ton of damage to themselves and start discarding cards and yeah so so well that's uh, i think the discard lock and uh, what, what's been dubbed dark glare warlock are i think they're two sides of the same coin uh they're both trying to do the same thing and uh, i think discard locks starting to fall out of favor um they're both zoo shells but one of them just discards everything and um just it's it's a very fast zoo where you pretty much cycle through your deck by turn six turn seven so you get everything out and then you're playing it's a really fast discard zoo and that used to be the strongest warlock deck but i think this dark glare is starting to surpass it just because you're able to have turns turn four you play dark glare you play like flame imps you play um what's the the librarian kobold librarian you play the you're even playing pen flinger now in that deck and to damage yourself and then play coins and continually damage yourself to get more mana and like you have turns where you get giants out turn four or you can do that all on turn four and then wait turn uh, to turn five and then play Lotheb in the giants and th- that's like the best play that you can do with the deck and then just shut your opponent down and kill them there so very uh warlock is very aggressive and very fast which is um interesting so dark Lair to me seems like what um naga lock was for a while where it was like not refined yet this is something that's powerful but it has counters and all that stuff but i think that if we i mean this deck's been around for a week week and a half or so um so i I wouldn't be surprised if after a couple more modifications some more refinements this deck will become a powerhouse but um for now i do think that reno priest is the number one um but coming in close there's also um i think that rogue has just a very powerful shell and we take advantage of that by playing kingsbane rogue so you're going through you're buffing up your kingsbane but now you're playing um secret passage which just lets you run through your entire deck get all the buffs on your weapon and just swing out and like hit your opponent for like 15 over and over and over again 
so that, that those are the three uh, top decks right now. But I, I do think that Reno Priest is definitely the top one. There's actually even... You, you guys are going to need a chuckle out of this one. But the tech right now for the Reno Priest Mirror, there's a two-card tech that you put into your Reno Priest. People are starting to do this. People are starting to play Finley and Grizzled Wizard. So when your opponent plays their Anduin, you swap hero powers with them, and then you play Finley and give them a basic hero power. Oh, jeez. So they yeah. can no longer <laughs> ping you down. Oh, like, that's man. a legitimate tech right now, and that's crazy. Like, I never thought I'd ever say that, but, like, that tech right now is something to... Because it just shuts the... That's how you stop that deck. And the ingenuity to come up with that is insane. That's hilarious. I would have never have thought about doing that. Oh, man, that's so good. I See, and I love stuff like that. Like, when you talk about that, that reminds me of Mindrender, Elusia, right? It's the same yep. kind of concept. And I love that you can do that kind of stuff in Hearthstone now. Like, yeah. I've talked about this since day one of when we were doing the podcast, before we started having some of these cards that allow you to kind of do this. Like, I feel like you really need more cards to mess with your opponent. And that was something that Team 5 at the beginning just didn't really like because they didn't like the idea of uh, forcing your opponent to discard cards or, and doing stuff like that uh, because they, they viewed it as, you know, your opponent didn't have a chance to respond. Um your opponent didn't have, uh, it, it just felt bad to them because they're trying to do this thing that they have set up and then you're kind of screwing them up. And I've Team 5 still kind of feels like they take that direction, but they're allowing some more modifications of allowing you to mess with your opponents a little bit in ways that um, don't feel completely bad. And I feel like like Mind Render Lucio was like that and, and uh, the combo you just talked about is kind of like yeah, that. And that's the thing where as long as it's um so something like that when when that happens it might be a little bit frustrating but there are i think that as long as it's not like game shattering right it's okay like if, if it went through and it's like discard your opponent's entire hand like i mean you can do that with mind render uh, don't get me wrong if you have a bunch of really cheap spells i've done that to rogues in the past where like because they're playing king's bane i go through i steal their king's bane i but that was actually my first game playing reno priest on ladder this season i went through i stole my opponent's king's bane in king's bane rogue and then i buffed it up a ton <laughs> and then and then my opponent i mean it's that's the immediate quit that happens but uh, uh barring those uh, uh rare moments aside i think that a lot of this disruption is very healthy for the game because at least in wild you can go through and combat specific things that are becoming dominant whereas like going through and swapping hero powers with your opponent is not super relevant for most decks it'll go through and it's a little bit of a hindrance but i mean in that one specific situation where you're playing reno priest going through and turning off their anduin hero power just game ending and right. like the ability that you now have that car that tool in your toolbox is really cool i think having these options are really good and i mean some of the like you're to do this you're putting two cards in your deck that are super subpar so i i'm perfectly happy with it yeah. but I, I think that it's pretty cool that you have the ability to influence your opponent now which is really cool i think so too um ray are you back by the way yeah 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 i've been yeah. back i've been listening awesome so uh moving on a little bit and i know we've kind of talked about standard meta there and um the wild meta um, I believe there was something you wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, Grandmasters. Um, and yeah. I was wondering if you can tell the story of that 
Uh, so, uh, I mean, the only reason I was paying attention to this is because I was paying attention on Twitter. But from what I've gathered, Ray might have more information on this than me. But mm -hmm. uh, they had the Grandmasters, like, semifinals. And the way that it was scheduled were the the games were back-to-back. -back. Um, so Firebat's time, um, for whatever reason, scheduling, they pushed it up an hour. And he uh, he was not able to check in after they had adjusted the time from when they had originally set it to an hour before that. Um, and because they couldn't contact him, they disqualified him. And if you look through the rules, like you were supposed to be ready for it, but they normally gave you like set times and oftentimes grandmasters would go over. So he was fairly confident that he could just wait till that time and he was sleeping. Um, then all of a sudden he the it, it, all of a sudden it's an hour earlier and he missed is it so dq'd and hit with a fine Alrighty. did i hit everything on the head there ray miss anything no i mean i think the main thing that they want like like this happened what danny says right uh but going forward i feel like there is a lack of res like the players feel like there's a lack of respect from blizzard because blizzard says hey, your matches are probably going to be at this time, like be ready for like this time. And then like the day before the day that the missing the games happened, like the schedule was like three or four hours, like some crazy amount of hours behind. And it, like, it's hard to prepare when your scheduled match is never actually on schedule. And it feels like the players pl obviously plan their day around this. Like you really can't do anything. Uh, right. If your match could be at literally any time before yeah. or after the scheduled time. And I think there, there there's two sides to this coin. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you're just complaining. Like, this is your job. Like you just stop like like any of us would love to play video games for a living, blah, 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 blah. People like Firebat, though, they could literally make more money doing anything else. They could be streaming and making more money. They like, you know what I mean? Like they're doing this not for the money in like they're doing it for the competition they're doing it because like they love the game they love the community i mean there are people who are doing it for the money obviously like the other grandmasters who probably are actually very um fortunate i guess to have a salary and being able to play hearthstone is like a salaried uh, pro player from blizzard like there's probably a lot like the majority of grandmasters are probably very uh reliant on that uh income but people like Do dog was a good example where it's like dog didn't think that people took Grandmaster seriously. He didn't feel like he got enough respect from Blizzard. Like you have this kind of stuff. Like you're not going to be able to keep people like Dog and Firebat in the system because, or or even like it'd be like other people. Like it's just it, it seems like it's so little and that people are complaining. But like when you literally have to plan your whole weekend around your matches and the schedule they give you means nothing and you can't do what you want when like what you want is probably just to be able to stream or do like sponsored or relate sponsor related things that will make you more money. Yeah. I feel like people don't really look at it from that angle. People look at it from the angle of you are complaining, you're getting paid, like what's wrong with you. Whereas <laughs> they're actually, you should be looking at it from the angle of they're potentially losing money by doing this. It's not to, to a lot of the players. It's not a privilege. It's something that they're doing. I see it as an annoyance factor of whenever I go and need to do some kind of uh, service request on like um, uh, on like getting cable hooked up or 
my internet's out and I need a repairman to come over and they tell me we will be there between the hours of 12 to 4 and okay well you, I I guess I'm here for the next 4 hours and then they show up at like 4:30 um yeah. you know it, it's it's similar to that where it's just annoying and because I, I it's ruined my whole day right like I can't yeah. I, I it's like all right well I've got to sit around and do nothing for four hours until this guy is here who will be here for like 15 minutes to fix something for me. And, um, and so I've got to waste my whole day basically. And that's what this comes down to as well. Like, and and to have to, like, I, I, it would bug the hell out of me if I had a job that was like, okay, well you can do your work. Um, sometime between this hour and this hour, um well, it's not even a window though <laughs> like that was the issue is that it's a specific time like they're like your match is going to be at 3 p.m but not like, really it, it wasn't like a window it wasn't a window of time like your match is gonna be at 3 p.m but you have to be ready like five hours before or five hours after but it's at 3 p.m like they give right. you a time it's not like a window from noon to four but it's like but you have a but you have a, but you have a potential you window like a window you, you treat have it, to treat yeah. it like a window yeah yeah, yeah, you you do have to treat it like a window, but like I can understand where like them giving you a specific time makes you more in tune to like mold your schedule around that specific time as opposed to like these extremes, which are probably not that common. Uh, I feel like this past weekend where that happened, like there was one day where it started like three or four hours late because of issues. It's like I feel like it's more of an anomaly, um, but. I can see how it's very frustrating for them. I mean, all of this goes Even back going early. Though, like, I can understand like being late as something that you can account for. Where it's like, all right, from three on, I'll be ready for this. But the the fact in the matter with this one is that it was early. That's yeah. something yeah. that's a little bit rougher. Where it's like, well, you told me three, and it's actually at two. So, like, that's where it really gets you. That's where uh, be, I, I can understand being upset. If it's late, it's like, look, I, I mean, we've all played in Hearthstone. Yeah tournaments we've all done that we've all waited through it and uh, i mean it's been brutal sometimes but we all understand that but unfortunately there are like the earliness is something that is not common so that's i mean that's why i thought it was um interesting at least you also have to understand that these people are like streamers gamers like they're all degenerates let's be honest like eddie especially i know eddie's always up to like two anywhere from two like i was up till probably 6 a.m his time one night playing among us like the dude is probably a, like set his alarm for like an hour or two beforehand and then just gets hit with like, oh, this is your game is now like two hours early. Whoops. Like I can see where it's like, eh, yeah, I mean, like life is keeps going on, right? Like these people are living their lives the same. I don't know. It's like, yeah, you could probably assume like you're not going to have to play like an hour or two early. So you're going to get your extra sleep. So you play better. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. It's. They also just don't take it seriously, like, straight up. Like, majority well, of people just don't. This goes into the whole thing we've talked about for over a year now, I think, where the development team for Hearthstone, knocking it out of the park. The esports team at Hearthstone just sucks. Yeah. They're just not doing a good job. They're just not doing a good job. And this is just more of that BS. Like, they're just... Everything that they do is just, like... I, I don't know how to put it. It's 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 Beavis and Butthead running the show. That's what it feels like to me a lot of times with that with that team. And this yeah. just goes into that yep. even more. 
and it's just gonna it's just gonna continue um pissing off the players um it's gonna and it's gonna continue not getting the views that it used to um and it's just a downward spiral in my opinion uh i get oh this is another thing that i've seen touched on a lot that has to do with this um it's like people are losing their sponsorships or just like like saiyan is not on a team anymore i don't think muzzy's on a team anymore like i think 70 percent of the grandmasters are teamless and actively looking for teams constantly and are unable to find them oh, who because would sponsor of one right that's what i was gonna say it's because like there's no viewership most of them don't stream blizzard does not promote them or if they do, it's very minimal and almost irrelevant to almost any org because it's like, who are they promoting it to? They're 1,000 YouTube viewers. Yeah. It's but, like, it's all, I don't know. Uh, it, like the value of a Hearthstone Pro is just non-existent unless you are a content creator. Yep. So it's getting harder and harder to take it seriously when it feels like the company itself doesn't even take it seriously. Just crazy to me how they've gotten in this situation. <laughs> Um, but on the flip side, like the game itself is doing incredible. I, oh, I just 100%. don't get it. I just don't get it. It's like, I, I just don't get it. I mean, it's, it's so easy to see too. It's like, do you see the community, the people like that are getting promoted by Blizzard are not their pro players. They're promoting new, like the new people they're promoting are never, it's never like, oh, let's promote like the grandmasters. It's like, oh, let's promote this random YouTuber who has a thousand subscribers and they're on their come up or like. Let's promote yeah. this random streamer who's just popped up. It's like, it's never, it's literally never competitive players. That's because those people are getting the views. Because Blizzard, East, Hearthstone Esports has shit the bed so much that the people getting the views aren't the um, pro players. It's, it's the content creators. It's the Crips of the world. It's the Regis Kilbins of the world. Um, I, I mean, I feel like that's true, but like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I I'm, feel like... No, I'm not it, saying it does have to be that way. I'm saying right now it is that way because the Hearthstone esports team is so terrible at their jobs. Yeah. That, yep. It's, it's, it's wacky, man. I feel bad for people, too. Like, Language Hacker, all those people that are just, like, teamless, that are actively looking for teams that are legitimately just some of the best players in the world, try so hard, and they're just getting left out to dry, and it's... It, they're gonna have to face the music at some point if uh they have actual life expenses yeah where it's gonna be hard and that really sucks like i don't even know how i'm on a team at this point like what you're just on like, the I've, team I've, to, you're just on the team to join their fall guys oh 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. i'm like i'm just grandfathered in at this point but i feel so bad because it's just like like I'll literally get people asking me like, "Oh, is, is Panda Global looking for Hearthstone players?" I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> they're like, I'm not gonna like go up to my manager or team owners and be like, "Yo, like we should pick up this Hearthstone player." Like, okay, what value does he provide? I'm hell if I know. <laughs> He's good at the game. Okay, and, but what does that get us? I, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, why is Ray still here?" <laughs> <laughs> And well, they already right, know. They, they, they know why I'm still here. I'm I'm the cheerleader, <laughs> the team memer. <laughs> yeah, I provide entertainment value. <laughs> oh man. Um. But anyway, beyond all that, I think uh, I think it's time to get out of here. I need to get these dogs that are bugging me and get them some. Um. Uh, I'm not gonna say it because then they'll go crazy. But uh, some food. So um. Anyway. Uh, oh, food. 
Food, food. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you want to go out? You want? Oh shit! I, I, should, I should not say that. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> I literally had to go out and let them out because they were barking earlier. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's time to get out of here. So, a uh, handful of things uh, to say before we leave. Um, if you'd like to email us, the way to do that is wellmed at blisspro.com. Email us if you have any questions, comments, or anything like that for the show. Uh, we'll read it on next week's show. We love getting your emails to wellmed at blisspro.com. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, there's a couple different ways of doing that. Uh, one is through Patreon. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash wellmedpodcast. For as little as a dollar a month, um, you can help support the show there. You can get early access to the show. Um, get some pre-show and post-show stuff like that um, another w- great way of uh, helping us is word of mouth one of the ways is through reviews uh, iTunes reviews things like that if you leave a review there uh, we'll read it on the show um, but just tell people who enjoy Hearthstone about well met and uh, come hang out with us in our discord channel which you can find on our uh, Twitter the link on our Twitter account over at um, twitter.com slash wellmetpodcast. So uh, there's a handful of ways you can reach out to us and talk to us, and we love talking to you. Um, that All of that said, shout-outs and how can people get in contact with you. I'm going to start with Danny. Um, okay, so shout-outs this week. Uh, I'm going to turn my ire away from Battlefy and now put it on the HS... Uh, Esports team, step up your game, boys. Yep. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Danny Donuts underscore HS. Nice. How about you, Ray? Like, find me streaming most days on twitch.tv slash Ray C. Um, you can find me on Twitter at PG underscore Ray C. I'm just playing a lot of Hearthstone if you have questions. Feel free to ask in the well-met discord or on Twitter or on my stream or wherever. Um, shout out to everybody who's been watching me and supporting me. Uh, it's really been helping keep uh, keep me sane, sort of. I still think I'm going a little crazy, but we're, we're hanging yeah. in there, I guess. Awesome. Um, as for me, um, I don't think I really have any shout outs that I can think of. Danny kind of took mine already so <laughs> um but you can find me over on twitter at aldorian um and i've been streaming a little bit past ray's bedtime um over on twitch.tv slash aldorian bp um i haven't been streaming hearthstone though but i've been streaming fall guys because i'm actually like pretty good at that game for some reason and i don't know why so uh probably because you have a brain i feel like most of those people are just like brain dead idiots i would probably agree with that yes <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> how do you lose on the first round man that's all i'm saying like oh god dude anyway is panda uh, global looking for uh fall guys team members right honestly <laughs> they're more valuable than hearthstone players right now <laughs> well so if you want to that's that's a better route I, I, I i'm not that good but I do have over 30 wins. Oh, so. that's pretty good numbers. Our really guy streamer has like a hundred and like hundreds. Yeah. I stepped those numbers up. Yeah, there's some fall guys. There's one guy I was watching stream earlier that had over 150. 
wins um and he was just winning almost every time and i'm just like how are you this good at the game and then they give someone like dr lupo who barely has more wins than i do that special skin and he's got thirty thousand viewers but the guy who had 150 plus wins had 100 viewers so whatever twitch is so game. weird being a competitive um, player doesn't pay off exactly <laughs> so it's all about entertainment value and i have none of that so um, it's not true <laughs> so anyway uh thanks for joining us for episode 240 of well met uh you can find more awesome hearthstone content throughout the week over at hearthstone.blizzpro.com and also tweet us at well met podcast or email us at wellmetblizzpro.com uh with comments and questions that you have for the show Thanks to Jake Boat New for our amazing intro music. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.